old car gonna be fine right over here now. They don't lock this car park for nobody. G dot E dot E dot K 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 Hi and welcome to this week's edition of the G dot E dot E dot K podcast with me Reg and me Dan and oh no Steve yeah, again, man. I think it's this this whole thing. He gets obsessed when he goes to conventions and things that he just managed to kind of not stay away from them. I think no. he's, he's still in the tent somewhere and thinking there's a queue going to start forming anytime soon now. Tent? Yeah, cause it was, the queue was huge, wasn't it, you were saying in the podcast? Obviously, oh. with me not being there, it was like it. a good two, three hour. Sorry, I ruined that joke, but I just didn't understand the tent reference. Oh, it's just because you know how fat and lazy Steve is that he needs to have a lie down like after every yeah. half hour of being on his feet. Uh, that's, that's true. That's very true. So yeah. So unfortunately, you won't see him again here. Um, as you probably noticed, you wouldn't have seen him on the video. Yeah. Uh, with the the Nick Spencer. He didn't, Fraser he didn't want to come to London. He says, "I don't like comics. Comics for babies." And he didn't come with us. Is that what he actually said? That's exactly what he said. Exactly what he said. Fair enough. I don't yeah. see any point in him still being in this podcast. You know. No. I think we should get rid of him. He hasn't posted anything on the website in months. No. He's just all like, Reddit's where it's at, guys. Reddit. Ooh. Yeah, and so far, I don't think we've had really much from Reddit, so... No. Yeah, it just goes to prove that we should actually just replace him with this really nice, damn cold bottle of Coors Light I've got here. Okay. Seems to be more useful. Sponsor. Yeah. Good sponsoring. Good sponsoring. Well, anyway, yeah. Um, so this is episode 12? Yeah. Is it now? We're Does... doing rather well now. Rather good. Are we? Yeah, we are indeed. We're now number 22, I believe, in the, uh, in the we, technology podcast. We were. We've moved our way forward. We're not anymore. I don't know where we are now, but... I think we're number we two, were. aren't we? Yeah. Number minus 17. Excellent. We're just that much better than everyone else. Well, to be fair, it's not about numbers, really, is it? It's all no. about you lovely fans out there wanting some more. Listeners, not fans. Listeners. They're my fans? No, listeners. Honestly, have you not seen my fan bag mail? No, I haven't. It's amazing. It's so small that I, I could have easily missed it. Well, that's true. Look behind you. All those Easter eggs from them. Wow. It's amazing. I didn't get any Easter eggs. You people. <laughs> Send them red Easter eggs and not me. Well, to be fair, I would have had some mail as well, but the missus burned all because she got quite jealous. Oh, okay. So, um, but yeah. Was there lots of booby photos? Maybe. I think there's some Boothby Grafo photos. Boothby. I said booby. Yeah. Oh, right. I thought you said Boothby. No. But no. Yeah. Not just yet. Yeah. Yeah. We went to London. Uh, to be fair, it was an absolutely amazing day. So much fun. It was tiring, and it was nearly a complete unmitigated disaster. <laughs> so you're like, let's go and get some McDonald's breakfast. Oh, that sounds like a good idea. Let's go get a McDonald's breakfast. It'll be fine. Oh, well, to be fair, if you hung around and that car would have actually left the car park, we wouldn't have had to run through half of... Two whole car parks. Stafford. <laughs> the, the, the train station has two car parks. Both of them were full. On a Wednesday. Both of them. On a Wednesday at like quarter to 11 or something like that. I wasn't even like just oh, so angry. And then we had to park all the way over by some Sainsbury's that was like 10 minute walk. And then uh, we found that we had to run because we knew we were going to be late. And uh, it was I the found attendant at the car park that really got me as well. I was like, is this open all night? It's like, oh yeah, your car will be safe here. Oh boy. yeah, your car going to be fine right over here now. They don't like this car park for nobody. That's what he said. I'm scared <laughs> now. 
<laughs> I don't remember. He sounded a bit more creepier than that. He was Macho Man Randy Savage. Right. Um, is that what he does now? He doesn't wrestle. He's a car park attendant, yeah. He's a car park attendant, stage he's in, in Stafford. Mm. And he's dead, isn't he? Macho Man Randy I'm Savage? I'm sure Macho Man's dead. I'm sure he, he's dead. Sorry to break to you. I'm sure he died. I don't know. I'm sure he so. is. Yeah, I'll, well, I'll, we'll Google it. We'll we'll put that in at the end. Oh. Um, now you've just ruined any sort of like, enjoyment I'll get yeah. from this podcast now, unless I find so, that. So, London was awesome. We ran for the train, we got on it, and then we went to London, and um, we, um, we, t- we tweeted um, Nick Spencer and Fraser Irving, author and cover artist on the amazing Bedlam, um, which Reg will tell you a little bit more about in a little bit. Um, and said, hey, do you mind if we have a little interview, give, give, have a little chat with you guys, you know? And uh, they were like, yeah, awesome, no problem, remind us. Uh, and we got there, got stuff signed and then said hello, and then uh, hung around for a bit, and we got an amazing interview. I asked so many insightful questions, um, and yeah, it's great. It's on our YouTube channel, go and watch it, because it's fun and funny, and there's a funny video at the beginning of it. Yeah, the first two minutes is literally the- a little mini jaunt around uh, London. Followed it on with a, a nice ten little minute interview. Yeah, Madden Tussauds. Uh, it was funny. I like all the uh, the comments so far. of People really enjoying the Hitler. Yeah. Um, Don't spoil it. Hitler part. Yeah. And say what part? <laughs> That's right. Go and watch this video that has Hitler in it. Somewhere it's a bit like Where's Wally. Yeah. Um, but a bit more with a moustache instead than, of a stripy that. shirt. Oh, yeah. You know, just a angry dictator compared to here's Hitler. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. Someone needs to make that. So we do a Kickstarter and do it ourselves. Well, to be fair, we haven't talked about Kickstarters for a while. For a little while. So, um, so yeah, why don't we create our own Kickstarter now? <laughs> yeah, do that'll good. do it. It was either that or I had an amazing idea um, for a, a TV series, like an American cop show. Like, um, <laughs> like I remember this. I I am really good at estimating things. Okay, and by that I mean if I go and get petrol, I'll kind of, I'll, I'll roughly estimate how much petrol is going to go in my car, how much it's going to cost me, and normally I'm there or thereabouts within like 50p or something. Your when shopping I go th- one's usually better to open it up with because I can sort of gauge how much it's going to be the, in my the, fuel tank. But. All right, well the shop, the shopping one's good as well because that's like, I'll just put it all on the conveyor belt or whatever, and I'll quickly tie it up in my head, and normally that I've, I've. I've been exact before now. I'm pennies out. I'm very good at this. I got it wrong once, and some blooming rude woman on the Asda, Asda um, till was just like, Ew, you weren't very good at that, were you? And I was like, You should have been here last time. I got it right. I would have loved it. Oh, unfortunately, you got it wrong. Now I have to bin it on. You have to start yep. all over again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Didn't even help me with my packing. <laughs> Well, it's your own mistake. She went, ah, how many did you estimate for this time around? Three bags, four bags? You get no bags! Mm. And then you had to carry it all up. Yeah. We were in Wales, so we had to pay for bags, so just, you know. Ah, But anyway, um, yeah, so the thing about all these kind of American TV shows, cop things, like you got The Mentalist and The Listener <laughs> and things like that. The Castle. No, that's just Castle. Um, but yeah. Really bad names for TV shows, I think. I think there should be one called The Estimator, where, right, in fact, it would be quite similar to that abomination of a TV show that is Numbers, uh, because he's like a math genius, used math to solve all these crimes. This guy would use his estimation skills to estimate how crimes happened. 
and he normally is right. And I'm like, yes, okay, it'll involve numbers and things like that. Like, I estimate there must have been seven people there. I'm only seeing six footprints. And then get it right. But, okay, maybe just the title is the uh, the, the bit that sounds good. Maybe. But I'll, I'll work it out. I'll write a script, and then I'm going to kickstart it. I think I should have the guy who played Apollo in Battlestar Galactica as, what's his name, Temo Pinnicket as the lead guy because he's got a really good voice like that. I say Nicolas Cage. Yes. He makes everything good. He, do you know what? It's about time he did TV. It is. His career's on the way down. He had to sell his Superman number one. What else are you going to do? TV. Definitely TV. It worked for Keith Sutherland. Yeah, and look yeah. at him now. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he's, yeah. And Kevin Bacon. Look at him doing all those really nice... 4G adverts for EE yeah. that aren't annoying in the slightest. Not at all. Oh, wait. Uh, to be honest, when you go to the cinema now, are you kind of glad that the whole Orange Film Council adverts are over, or do you wish they were back now because of the whole... I, I really like them. Some were really good. They were all right the first time you watched them, but then uh, the amount we go to the cinema... Was it the one with... Repeated. Who was in when the, the golf carts and the turn around? Was it Jackie... Ch- no, was not it John Claude Van Damme one? I don't the one where oh, I know you mean, it might have been that he gets yeah. into the um Ooh, No, it wasn't like nice. Rutger Hauer or someone stupid like that. It was some foreign guy. I yeah. forget, but But they they were fan. to be fair so much better than um than Kevin Bacon. Mm-hmm. Wanting to take the other Kevin Bacon out for Orange Wednesday. Yeah, and I saw the the blow in the punchline to that within Coming seconds. Coming a mile away. Like yeah, oh, look, Hollow Man, he's invisible, and they're worrying about paying for him to get in the cinema. Why even discuss it? He just gets in free, he can sit in the aisle. Stupid bacon. I think he's so smart. <sighs> yeah. So, yeah, so definitely go Henry. watch our video of Nick Spencer and oh, yeah. Razor yeah. Irvin. It's, it's, ens- it's entertaining. Little, uh... Loads of the, our YouTube channel is awesome. I, I, I like it. Got lots it's, of great it's going things. really well. Stuff though. about um, you got a video of Alton Towers there. Two videos of Alton Towers, um, and I'm also there's loads more footage I've got from London. I'm going to put up a, a, a little second outtake pod because we got even got an exclusive interview. Um, forget, forget about Nick Spencer and Fraser Irving. Most of you've probably never even heard of them. Um, everyone knows the old man Stephen Hawking. Oh yeah, the, the man who man himself who recorded our theme song. We we got an interview with him. He just happened to be just wheeling around uh, Madame Two Swords. Yeah, he was just yeah. really intrigued looking at Van Gogh, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just, it was uh, one of those that I just I had to just go up. Yeah, and so thank Stephen, him. Stephen, Stephen, and uh, yeah, went up and interviewed him. He was great. Was he was good. he was he was a lovely man. He was a bit rude to you, to be honest, but he, he... I did notice around Man Two Swords, quite a few people were were rather ignorant. Uh, I mean, Miley Cyrus was definitely one of them. Miley Cyrus just oh, just blanked you, just didn't even just ignored you. Patrick Stewart was nice, he yeah, was friendly. He He's was always smiling. a ledge there. Uh, Patrick Stewart's amazing. I like yeah, Patrick I mean, Stewart. I know you're a big Star Trek fan, Reg. So, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, that wasn't he? Yeah, oh. <laughs> Yeah, at least See, I, I know right. from like American Dad, from Ted, <laughs> and from you know a couple of other films. That, it's not that, even him; it's his voice. Genuinely, not Patrick Stewart. Okay, um, from Star Trek, but yeah, he was obviously was he Kirk or Picard? Picard, Picard, Jean Luc, Jean Luc Picard, and John Luc Picard. Kirk was William Shatner. Yes, there you go. Or Chris Pine. 
But speaking of which, that's out Thursday. on Thursday. And where are we going on Thursday? Manchester. Woohoo! So yeah, we're, we've had to do um, a deal. That it's my girlfriend's birthday coming up um, in a couple of weeks' time, and we managed to get a Beyonce tickets for Thursday night. And uh, she really, really wanted to go and see Star Trek, but at the same time, we want to go on a Thursday, so we made a deal that she'll go and watch Beyonce. And we're going to go and watch Star Trek. So in, we know who's going to have... IMAX 3D. Yeah, we're definitely going to have the better time. Although though. it's only a, th- a 3D conversion, apparently. It's, you know. it's the same... Uh, Iron Man 3 in 3D. I'm not sure. I can't remember whether that's a conversion or not, but... It it wasn't no. that great. I think the funniest thing about it, because we went to the pictures last night to go see it, we're not obviously going to talk about the film, because Next we've week. still got another week yeah. before we can talk about it. Yeah. But we went, and the adverts beforehand, like... Um, Madden Two Swords were advertising the Avengers 4D. Yeah, now, right, yeah. that, everyone was like, wow, and thought it was going to be amazing, and we thought it was going to come out like in the pictures so you can just watch it you know, before Thor or before mm. whatnot, because it looked really good, and the 3D effects still looked amazing, even though you didn't have the 4D side to it, you had the, yeah. the 3D elements. Really, really nice. So, and then they had another Monsters, Inc. in 3D, Monsters University. Yeah. Uh, coming out and that looked pretty cool in 3D as well and then Iron Man 3 in 3D it just I know the film was amazing and I probably might have just been too sucked into it to realise that yeah. the 3D was happening around me but I just didn't I didn't no. get it the way that I was hoping I was you know, going I was, to I think it's just become it's starting to become so old hat now that you're just becoming immune to it you know obviously you see 3D but there's no thrill to it anymore it's just there yeah. At least those things, like, if it's a trailer, it's the best, you know, two minutes they, they could get, so it's going to be all the really good 3D bits. If it's, uh, you know, that Marvel thing at Madden Two Swords, it is going to be, you know, it's a 10-minute clip, a 10-minute video in the actual thing that they've... It's there, especially just to be 3D, to entertain you for 10 minutes, whereas this was a movie that's got to play, whether it's in 2D or 3D, do you know what I mean? Mm. So, maybe not. I mean, I, I thought the same when I went to see Avengers... I got to the end and I was like, oh, wait, I forgot that was in 3D. And I did, just didn't even realise. There was no bit. I was like, whoa, look at that. Oh, the shield nearly hit me in the face. Yeah. I think the only movie where I've ever really been so excited about the 3D-ness from it was uh, Avatar. Yeah. And then trying to watch Avatar not in 3D. I can't. No, it's just, it's, yeah. It's boring. There's it, a couple, yeah. To be honest, there's there's a lot of films that I could, I could do without. I'm not that bothered about paying any extra. Like, G.I. Joe was pointless. Um, yeah, how long did know. that take for it to be put back before it could have the 3D? <laughs> yeah, potentially, yeah. That's the rumour, but we'll, who knows whether that's true or not, whether they just were like, oh, it's not very good, we need to make it better. Yeah, um, it still probably didn't work. Life of Pi, was, that, that was yeah, pretty never, worth, worth yeah, it, never seeing it in 3D. I, again, I think it's like Avatar, I don't know how well it'll play if it's in 2D, but definitely added something to it. Um, although I, I, I got a tickets to a free preview of Life of Pi, and I went down, I went there, um, walked in, sat down, and I was like, "I'm getting any 3D glasses?" And looked around, no one else seemed to have them. It's like oh, I thought this was 3D, but maybe not. Whatever. And then the movie started, and I was like, "It's very blurry." And then I got up, and then about 20 other people got up, <laughs> and then there was a queue to go. Oh, can we get 3D glasses, please? And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, here you go. Oh my god. Like, geez, so I missed the first like two, three minutes just because I wasn't 3D ready. <laughs> um, I thought you had your own little supply in your car. Well, I do, but it was like I'm not going to run out to the car and get 3D glasses when I can get them here for free. That's true. But yeah, 
I have them there ready just in case I go to a Cine World and they want to charge me. I'm like, no, I have my own, thank you. <laughs> um, I did have another point, but I forget. But yeah, uh, some films I just I don't think I'd re- I'm really that bothered with. I'm not that bothered about seeing Star Trek in 3D, to be honest. I'm more, I'd be more interested in seeing it in IMAX. Yeah, but it'll be IMAX 3D, so I just, I just genuinely, really, really want to see it. Hmm. It just again watching the trailer for it last night, and now I've seen this trailer now about eight times. Yeah, but it's just, it still looks so good. And the Man of Iron, uh, Man of Steel, even Man of Iron, because uh, <laughs> I went to see Iron Man Iron last Man, night. <laughs> I never noticed but, that connection actually. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, but the Man of Steel um, trailer that looks amazing. It, that really it looks, looks so so good, so so good. Yeah. And um, the, uh, the Thor 2 trailer was out last week as well. Yeah, but we oh. never got to see that. You haven't, you haven't seen it even online? No. Even, even on our website? Oh, I've seen, I've seen e. it. E. Yeah. Com. I've seen it on our on our website, but in the pictures I thought they were going to show it, especially if it had been before Iron so. Man 3. Yeah, I thought But no, were. instead we got Fast and the Furious 6. Oh, filmed down the road from my house. Yeah, I'm not surprised looking at it, <laughs> to be fair, but no, it... Yeah, it looks all right. I think it looks so bad. Like how far fetched have they got with this now? Mm-hmm. It's it's unreal. It really is. They're now like attaching like cars to helicopters that are jets that are taking off. It's like right, it looks know. more like filming Ocean's Eleven with cars. It's like a yeah. heist movie now, isn't it? It's yeah. There's a pattern in it where there'll be a cop and there'll be a bad guy who drives cars. In one movie, and then in the next one, the cop is no longer a cop. He's now one of the bad guys that drives cars, but he's, you know, they're all good now. They all get let off. That's happened about three times throughout this series. Yeah. And now The Rock's like, yeah, I know you were, you, you know, you killed all these people, and this happened, and you stole all this, but uh, now we need your help. We'll, uh, we'll give you a, a reprieve. Yeah, and I'm going to join you. Pardons. I'm going to help you also. Yeah. So I guarantee Fast and Furious Seven, if he's in it, he won't be a cop anymore. I enjoy this driving lark too much. I hope he says it like that. I hope that he says well. lark. This driving lark is insane. Yo. Because <laughs> that's how I believe Dwayne. Dwayne mm. Banzi, The Rock. Dwayne Banzi? <laughs> it's Dwayne Johnson, but Dwayne Banzi's from um, yeah. Space. Yeah, no. <laughs> that was good. Just every time I hear Dwayne, I always think of Dwayne Banzi. Because <laughs> it's the voice you were doing more than anything. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. sealed the deal. Um... Can we, before we move on, talk about uh, finish talking about London? Yes. Um, but um, they were Nick, Nick Spencer, and Fraser Irving. They were there to sign their new book, um, <sighs> which is called Bedlam, and it is insane. Really, like oh, right, we uh, neither me or Reg had actually read anything of it um, until maybe about well, Reg read it on the train. I read the first issue about a week before. Um, I'm a massive fan of Morning Glories. Mentioned it before. That's Nick Spencer's book. Um, just oh, so good. And I'm, I'm just rereading it again now. They're just about to start season two of it. So with um, well, they just have actually. Um, you can get the first issue at the minute for a dollar. Uh, so about eighty p. If you go down to your local comic book shop, go and buy it. It's just so good. And then go and buy the books. Or go on Comicsology because the first uh, issue of Bedlam and Morning Glories are both free. Um, but anywho, we bought the book, and Reg has had a read of it, and I have, and I, I it's very rare I properly get sucked into um, graphic novels or books. Usually, it's the Silent Hill comics um, because it's something you can relate to. Is yeah, as you, you know what's going really on. Really enjoy it. It's mm-hmm. like 
the only other one really was would have been Morning Glories you gave me, but that's because I was so deceived by the front cover. The inside of it just really hooked me straight away because yeah. uh, it was so dark and gritty. Now, there's dark and gritty, right? And then there's Bedlam. <laughs> awesome. Bedlam is just all sorts of... Messed up. Twisted, dark, gritty, gruesome mentalness yeah. is the best way I could put it. Because <laughs> mentalness... Because he used to be a serial killer that goes by the name of Madder Red. Yeah. Um, now he gets institutionalised and then he gets brought back out in the hope that he's going to be able to try and help people. Now, the book continuously flicks between him now and him back when he was Madder Red. So you see how mental and twisted he is. Um, just to go into a little bit of detail, I won't give him too much away about the book, um, how dark he gets and how grim it gets in the first couple of chapters, he... Well, he kills the entire theatre audience, which you see, and then you see him slicing a little girl's throat um, when the police refuse to shoot him. Um, he then dis uh, exclaims that he's got bombs all set up in different in schools. schools. Yeah. He's more than happily going to blow it all up if they don't kill him. Now, obviously, with them being police, they're not allowed to kill him on sight, so they have to try and bring him in for questioning, etc. So, yeah, he he goes and does it. Uh, it's It's really dark, and the fact that it's against kids... It was so surprising because I thought, oh, they're definitely going to get him before this. And they don't. They let him do it. And you're just like, wow. And it gets worse from then on. Okay. But it's it's got, it has got a sense of humour to it. Um, one of my favourite bits in it, again, this is just a little side bit that's not really much to do it. But as they're trying to bring him into normal life, mm -hmm. uh, he's, go, he's like in a mental institute for a while and they take out part of his brain. And they're trying to teach him how to basically react in normal life now okay um and they give him a cat like and it's like let's see if he can look after this cat and he doesn't have any like violent tendencies <laughs> towards the cat and we'll just see what happens and like literally as soon as the cat walks in he smashes its face on the floor and kills it <laughs> so they give him a second cat on day two day two it lasts for about half an hour and then he's jumping up and down on the cat's head so then you have to give him a third cat, and this keeps going on and Amazing. on and on until the very last cat. I hope this like, is an entire issue of just like, really? <laughs> but it's it's like two pages, oh, and okay. I was just in stitches, just of different ways he's yeah. he's doing it, and just how long it takes until the very last one when he's curled I mean, up. That's with it. what Nick does really well is just kind of the massive twist, like really, like Morning Glories is one of these really long, long term kind of payoffs. You really don't know what's going on. All these weird and wonderful things happen and eventually it all starts to become apparent and that's I, from the impression I get from even just reading the first issue and what you said it's the same sort of thing yeah I mean it's be. it's definitely starting off um, I had so many questions from the first like three sort of issues and it's all slightly being explained now but the way I love it is the same as I suppose in the morning glories where he's got the one uh, recurring sort of pattern there's there's always something that comes up. So the likes of in Morning Glories, everyone has the same sort of birthday. Yeah. And May the 4th. In this, there's another similar sort of thing. So he's always got a set pattern and there's always something that you're trying to link in yeah. and how that relates to everybody else in the comic. So you, you're constantly working your way through it all. Um, it's just, it's so good. And cool. it just got even, the last, uh, the last thing is in book seven, uh, mm -hmm. comic seven. Yeah. In it, there's a whole new level of of how grim a comic book can get. Okay, and that's all I'll we say. Won't lower the if you're um, no, if you're 
If you're living in the UK at the moment, think of Kembala. Oh, okay. It's uh, it's very, very wow. And but he, it's not like he, it's not so much so that you're like it, it's off-putting. It's it's not off-putting. You still have it, characters that you kind of care about, and it's it's just, the it's the way it. that because uh, Mad the Mad Red Mad Red when he comes out of the the whole Mad Red stage and he's trying to be good, he tries to help the cops mm-hmm. out, and they're going through, and some of the the stuff, the cases he helps the cops with, are just disgusting the, they are grim but they really entice you in like seven uh, oh, in the yeah, film yeah. seven yeah where it's like like oh no oh no but you can't help but think who would want to do that and it really draws you in and hooks you up it's the same as this but you meet the guy in the last in the last comic for it all from, mm-hmm. from what I've been reading and Mad Red sits down with him and just they're having a conversation about it all and this guy seems like he's not doing any wrong and Madarad's like, well, now I can finally sort of understand where I was coming from when I thought I was doing it right. Mm. So then he's trying to convert this dude, and it, it's okay. so good. It's, it is absolutely superb. Well, definitely, definitely worth a read. Even if you're not a big comic book person, it's, it's everyone's got a smartphone. Go and download Comicsology and go and get the first issue because, it, like, say it's free. See what you think. It's it's definitely worthwhile. I keep, like I said, yeah. Yeah, well, Dan said I was reading it on the on the train on the way down to London. Mm-hmm. You got to the end of it, you're like buying this. Yeah, I know just, I'm just, buying it so I can get it signed anyway. But buying this, I was just so happy, it's and just, now I've, I've got to stage where I think I'm going to have to do the monthly issues. Yeah. I don't think I can wait for the book. No, fair enough. Fair volume enough. two. Awesome. It's all going to be monthly well, issues. Ideal place to drop in our interview. So, as you said, we interviewed them. Um, we had a quick chat about uh, about Bedlam, um, about some of the kind of work that um, Fraser uh, Irving was doing with like DC and Marvel and Image, and a bit about Morning Glories as well, including ref- uh, talking about there's a, actually a contest that um, Nick Spencer's got going on for the re-release of issue one of Bedlam and Morning Glories. So, uh, have a listen anyway. We'll drop it in here, and we'll be back in eight minutes. Right, we're here at Forbidden Planet in London with uh, uh, Fraser Irving and Nick Spencer. They just released the new graphic novel of Bedlam. Uh, someone want to give us a bit of a kind of intro of what exactly it's about, just for anyone who's not read it? Let's go to the, the writer himself. Yeah, of course. Uh, Bedlam is the story of Fillmore Press, um, who was once a serial killer and uh, criminal overlord known as Matter Red. He was eventually brought to justice uh, and through a series of events is rehabilitated um, and ten years later is released back out into the public without the public having knowledge of who he used to be. And it's all about his uh, new life and his attempts to help make up for the things that he's done in the past. Okay. And we're at about six issues at the minute, so are we, is there a, like a set arc for this? Do you think this is something that's going to go on or do you, have a, do you have an ending planned? Yeah, I have an ending planned, but not for a long time, hopefully. Awesome. So, yeah, openness are going to keep going. Yeah, 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 certainly, certainly hope so. You know, uh, it's 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 intended as an ongoing. So, I, I see quite a lot online the same sort of question for Morning Glories. Let's hold on a sec. Amazing. We have to leave. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, um, <laughs> We're here outside for a bit of planet. We'll be in a minute. Bit of wind noise on the mic. Um, yeah, I see quite a lot of the kind of that question for Morning Glories, like when's the ending? 
Surely people don't want it to end, but they also, you get a lot of comparisons with the likes of Lost, which, you know, sure. they quite early on said, this is going to be six seasons. Have you got that sort, again, that sort of idea planned for, for Morning Glories, or would you like to just go on and on and on and on and on? No, Morning Glories is a book that has to have a little bit more of a fixed ending. Now, in terms of where exactly that falls, we're not entirely sure, but it'll, it'll win somewhere between 100 and 150, some, somewhere in that range. Okay, we've got a few more seasons to go. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. We're just getting started. Okay, and Fraser, um, you've done a lot of work for different, well, pretty much all the different publishers, DC, oh. Marvel. Um, do, you, do you have a kind of a preference on normally who, you know, do, is any easier than others to to work with? Do any give you kind of new publishers? Yeah, uh, not really. It depends on like the project and the people I'm working with, not necessarily the publisher, because they've all got their pros and cons. Like for instance, some of them, the financial rewards are slightly better, but then the intercompany politics might not be. Some offer more freedom. Some people just have like more work. Uh, it's nice to kind of vary it. I have to say. Mm. Uh, because I think if I stay in one place too long, I kind of get too used to their ways, and then if something changes, if editorial changes or the executives change, it can shock everyone all the way down the chain. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm a. I, I like to refer to myself as a free agent, although I do think some people see me as a bit of a stray. Uh, <laughs> I don't care either way. It's you know, there, there's no chain around my neck, so I'm quite happy about that. Okay, and obviously with the likes of DC and Marvel, I guess you're normally working with established characters where you move on to something like Image, a lot of the creator-owned stuff, it's more... you get to maybe create the looks of the characters a little bit more. Does that... which do you generally find more enjoyable? Because I guess when um, you were younger, you might have been into reading Spider-Man and the likes, and you get to play in their kind of playground. Um, when I was a kid, it was the X-Men. And I'm drawing the X-Men now, so therefore, yeah. that is kind of nerve-wracking, but also kind of... it's kind of coming home. Because most of the characters I have drawn in the past, I never read as a kid. I didn't really care about Batman. So when I came to it, I came to it uh, fresh from a very unemotional point of view. The X-Men is slightly different. Um, but yeah, working with franchise characters is always difficult in the respect that the characters have been designed in a certain way that plays to other people's strengths, not necessarily mine. So I have to have a certain amount of compromise and try and slightly change the way they look mm. to suit me. With Image um, and with the other independents like Boom I work with, the freedom, creative freedom is definitely one of the pros because like you know, especially when Nick wanted me to do the covers, it was such an open canvas. I was expecting an awful lot more controlling dictates like I did from DC or Marvel or other publishers. And then it was like, it was just, no, just do what you want. And it was like, okay, brilliant. And it isn't a case of like just filling it with more stuff. It was more a luxury to be able to leave stuff out. It's just leaving all the colors out of it. With the Bedlam covers, it was really a case of making it look as different as it possibly can from all the other work I do because if the, my only contribution is going to be the covers, they have to be distinctive. They can't just be more illustrations. Um, but to be perfectly honest, each job has to be taken on its own merits. I can't... If I had to choose between doing the independent stuff or doing the work for hire with big corporate bosses, it would be a very difficult choice to make because for every plus, there's a, a, a con in every aspect. And, you know... Ideally, you just want like your career to kind of constantly be changing and evolving so that when you hit like 85 or 150, you don't realise you've actually been doing it that long because it's always been changing. Right. Okay. Same question. Do you, do you like kind of just working with your own sort of characters? You obviously a little bit more within creating the world, but would, would you rather kind of work on the things like Secret Avengers? 
Yeah, no, I mean, my career has always sort of had a foundation of work that I own and, and creator-owned work and, and, and characters that I created. But I, I still I love working at Marvel. Um, you know, they've been fantastic to me, and I have a really good relationship with uh, a lot of the editors there. And, and uh, uh, to get to to get to play with those toys and, and work on those those characters that you grew up with, it's it's it's, it's a blast. I saw it on one sec. Seriously. Get out. <laughs> well, that's it. <laughs> that's our uh, cue. I just want to ask one, one more thing. Um, back to Morning Glories, if you don't mind. Um, obviously, this week, the fans have kind of dubbed it Morning Glories Week. Yeah. We're coming up on the, the significant date, the 4th of May. Um, I mean, how do you feel about that? There's a, it's, it's one of the really big kind of fan favorite comics i found there's a really strong kind of fan community with it that book has one of the most diehard involved fan bases of any book in comics i think it's it's incredible and i feel just so lucky to to have that it makes working on the book just so much more fun and this morning ghost week thing was entirely their idea they, they 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 came up with it and they've they've run with it and uh uh, I'm, I'm just, it, it, I can't tell you how rewarding it is as an experience to be a part of a, a book like that. What, what I, brought me to it in the first place was, I, the, the covers are very, very deceiving. Sure. And that's what, you know, <laughs> the amount of people that I've, I've been sitting there reading one of, the, one of the books, and they've been like, what on earth are you reading? And then you flick to like page seven, and you've got someone's hand like rematerializing in her head like oh okay interesting like that yeah, yeah. Absolutely. but that's brilliant um do, just the last thing do you want to plug your little contest you've got going as well so you announced oh, yeah. on twitter yeah. um uh no we just had today um uh image first editions of morning glories and bedlam one which are one dollar reprints of the first issues and we have a contest that says uh, whoever uh, gets their friends to try it, whoever whoever purchases as many copies for the friends and takes pictures with them, uh, will name a character in the book after them. So, and it won't be a, it won't be a lame character. It won't be somebody that that dies on the second page. It, it'll be something good. So, uh, yeah. So, so I'm excited to see uh, how that plays out. And yeah, the deadline for that is uh, June the first. Okay. Brilliant. Thanks very much. Really good to meet you guys. Thanks. Look forward to reading the book. And we're back. Wasn't that a wonderful interview? Did you like my interviewing skills there? Like, I did know, indeed. I thought I, I asked them a question, and then they answered the question, and then we asked more questions, and they also answered those questions, and that's what an interviewer does. Ah, to be fair, actually, they were just really nice people. Yeah. Really, really nice people it throughout the full day. Um, so yeah, mm. completely enjoyable. I can't yeah. wait to see who do you reckon our next one's going to be. Um. I don't know actually. Oh, I mean, we got uh, Heroes for Sale in um, Manchester. I forget exactly when that is, but that's the next. Uh, yeah, that's con. the end of this month as well. I think, I it's think this month. it's the twenty eighth of May or something. Something like that. It's either June or May. I forget. The June twenty eighth of June. All right, so we've got a little while then. Yeah. So I might just shoot off and go and see if we can get an interview with you, Suzuki, or something. Or you can give Pass it a go. Time. Head off to Japan. See what. Yeah. You know. Why not? Why not? You're not taking out the uh, the geek budget though. Pay for that yourself. All right. Well. One thing I can take out of the geek budget, then hopefully, is might be the money for the pre-order for the Rio Azuki figure um, now for first for figures. No, because that's also a lot of money. It's only like a hundred and forty something quid, and it looks beautiful. <laughs> and the missus is now hitting me with all sorts because apparently I'm not allowed this figure. Um, but considering I just spent about four times as much of that on tickets for a Beyonce Don't tell concert, her. then I'm sure I'm allowed. 
I'm allowed a Rio Azuki figure. Yeah. Because I'll get more enjoyment out of it. At the end of the day, as soon as she leaves Beyonce, she'll be like, eh, it's all right, but we've got, you know, Twin Forks coming up and Liam Frost coming up on the on the Sunday, so... Two I'm bands sure, no one's ever heard of. Yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> sure that they're going to be really, <laughs> <laughs> really enjoyable, and I think, you know, I'll probably forget who Beyonce is after that, mm-hmm. whereas I will always have Rio Azuki, and I'll be able to look at him and touch him and, and look at him. I don't like where this is going. Photographs of him. And then okay. look at him some more. Okay. So, do you know? Yep. Loads of different things and fun I can do with, with mm-hmm. Rio. How big is he? Is he about the size of your Max Payne figure? He is 12 inches. So that is about the size of your Max Payne figure. Mm-hmm. You can do little, play little games with him. We'll do little, we can do little, um, like little mini YouTube TV shows with all the, your, your little figures. Well, yeah, to be fair, we've got quite a lot now. We've got Connor, Max, two Etios, yeah. Scott Pilgrims. Uh, we've got a gremlin and yeah. we've got a massive chihuahua for some reason perfect um, so yeah we've got the gremlin riding the I'm um, liking the sound of this the chihuahua. this is the future you have to buy it now I have to buy it now we can do it but it's not coming out of the geek budget oh and what budget can it come out of then uh, anything but right good oh mm-hmm. I like it but that's the plug go to first four figures um, dot com and please go out and pre-order it. Sega have actually started now whoring us out on their Facebook page and uh, Twitter account. Mm. So if we can show them show you care. enough love, enough love, then hopefully they may do something with the budget. Yeah, um, they won't, and, but... No. Good little segue here, though, because uh, the uh, the trailer for Lego Marvel Superheroes just come out, and it looks amazing. It looks so good. So, so good. I'm really looking forward to this one, especially mm-hmm. the humour they've kept in. Um, I especially I love how uh, basically the the trailer. Well, the, there's a gameplay video that's gone up, and there's a trailer, and um, you kind of you can see some of the characters they're going to have in it. And you got all the standards. You got like Iron Man and you know Captain America and Hulk and Spider Man, but um, they've even got like Deadpool's going to be in it, which for a kids game sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah, I'm intrigued to know how they're going to do it. I think he's probably the best character that you can put in a yeah, Lego game. Especially like if he you breaks the fourth wall so have much. Have you watched the, the 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 trailer? Yes. And he gets to the end, and they're all kind of just all the characters there standing. It's just a white backdrop, and then you see this shadow go over, which is in the shape of Galactus's kind of head. You're like, ooh, Galactus is going to be in it. And everyone gets in their ready pose. Everyone's like, you know, fists up. Captain America gets behind his shield. Deadpool pulls out. Um, like a Deadpool umbrella. He puts the umbrella up and hides underneath it. <laughs> Even that is just brilliant. They've got it spot on. I think it looks, it looks great. Even the gameplay video, it's like some of the characters have got into it are just so random. Yeah. It's just. I have noticed it's, it's also the first rain. time now that they're going to do big Lego characters uh, for like, oh, like for the Hulk Colossus and, and things. So that'll hopefully add yeah. in an extra little new genre. Yeah, an abomination. If it's anything like Lego Batman 2. Um, DC superheroes. It'll, it'll be fine. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. I've, I've now I've come to realise that as as long as the Lego titles in there, the game's going to be amazingly good fun to play. Um, the only thing is going backwards now because me and the missus have got really obsessed with them. We've talked about this before on new yeah. podcasts. Going backwards to how they used to be now, it it doesn't take away some of the fun, but the newer titles with the speech. Are so much better because the likes of the Harry Potter, I have no idea what's going on because I don't never. So they don't talk it. in that one still. They don't talk in that one, so it's just like ha, 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 and they're pointing to something. Which I suppose if you're into Harry Potter, you'd be like, oh yeah, like, no yeah. way! I'm like, what's that? It's the Polyjuice potion. Is that the one oh, that makes them? 
subhuman, like just massive and that's that is like you oh, turn that into someone else into or... anything else. Oh right, yeah, no, there yeah, is. Right. One it's of... a rule of requirement. Right. Yeah. Yes. It's a Horcrux. I have no idea what you're saying no. to me right now. I'm just making things up now. Oh right. Okay. No, no, that's really because I was nodding along <laughs> to start off with as well. No, a Horcrux is a real thing. Uh, right, because that's the one out of all of them that didn't really sound that great. Uh, but speaking of Deadpool, uh, have you also seen he's been given a release date, isn't he, for for the game? For the game, the game looks amazing as well. That's but, coming out this summer. It's like next month or something. That's like rated how a Deadpool game should be. I think isn't it the rated well rated. eighteen? It's got yeah. Well, to fair, Nolan North doing the voice as well. Mm-hmm. It's going to be so good. The gameplay looks like it could could play out really nice. It look it does look good. It doesn't look like they've. I don't know. There's been so many bad games like that. I just. But this, yeah, hopefully, see how it plays. But the, the the trailer does do a good job of making me quite excited for it. Yeah, hmm. definitely. But definitely. that's generally, to be honest, I don't. I think that's what Marvel are normally a bit rubbish at the game side of it. The movies might be amazing, but the, I don't know. Can't think of that many um, Marvel games that are, are good. There's been far too many like. Yeah, um, the thing. The last one going back would probably be Spider-Man. The original, <laughs> yeah, one even, yeah, yeah. Exactly. They just all they seem to do is go right. We've got a movie coming out. Let's let's make a game and just you know, get yeah, some nameless studio working on it. So bad. Mm. But so, that so bad. problem is that might be the standard now, especially because you know Disney have, are just farming it all out, aren't they? Yeah. But yeah, we'll see what what happens. Um, what was the other game news? Oh yeah, something we posted about two weeks ago on our on our website. And it's uh, finally it's been confirmed. We were right. It's I think nice. it is the beauty of being English, to be honest. Um, yeah, good old Tesco. Good old Tesco's. <laughs> Unbelievable. The one place that yeah, I thought was going to drop it wouldn't be Tesco. It wouldn't be a supermarket. It would be you know the likes of an online store like Amazon accidentally slipping it by or Play yeah. or in fact Play's gone now. Still haven't it? said what you're talking about. Play's still there. It's Play still there, isn't yeah. it? It's going soon now, no. isn't it? Play.com. No. Still haven't said what it is. Oh, ghosts! <laughs> Sorry, the new Call of Duty. Call of Duty ghosts. The new Call of Duty ghosts. <laughs> I apologise. Yeah. I assumed everyone by now should know, uh, yeah. but if they don't, no. shame on you for not paying attention to our website a couple of weeks ago. Reg is wagging his finger at you. Yeah, I'm doing my angry finger waggle. Wow! Right now, um, it's again now. Now they've have slipped it out of the bag. Um, they're showing little teaser trailers so you can get little plots and. Like yeah. bits and whatnot. It looks nowhere near as good as Battlefield Four. I'm just throwing that out there at all now, but it's it'll sell eight times as many. many oh, yeah, I mean sure. the thing is, it doesn't even have to be a game. It can just be a box, and it'll <laughs> probably still sell because it's Call of Duty. Mm. Because the little eight-year-old kids need to have their fix of shooting online. Honestly, yeah. I, I know I I always rant on about it, but they're not really going to change much more. They're really not. It used to be at least when the kind of when they started being quite popular, it used to be that every other one was quality. You know, Infinity Ward would do one, Treyarch would do the other, and then it'd be back to Infinity Ward, and then it'd be back to Treyarch. And um, I don't know, it was always the kind of, you know, I think Modern Warfare was the first one that was just huge. Yeah. Two? No, maybe two. But either, either way, and it was kind of always, you could always expect that every other one, it's like Star Trek movies. Every even number movie is decent. Every odd number is awful. The, the new Star Trek doesn't count. That's just, that's. No, no, I thought it was but regardless, Star Trek. it's like it's like this podcast. The the ones with uh, the, the odd numbered, uh, um, 
the ones with Steven are a little bit rubbish. The ones without him are just amazing. Well, that's yeah. true. So, um, but while this is Infinity Ward, it's not really Infinity Ward, is it? Let's face it. No, it is a, a ghost of its former self. Oh, say. ghosts of ghosts. Oh, Reg, yeah, stop it's, it, you can't. It's because it's called Ghosts, that's the subtitle. Yeah. Yeah, like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. They but, didn't really answer this call, did they? No. No? No, they didn't. Don't, don't do that. I thought it's, <laughs> it's out there, I can't... can't there's can't no way of deleting it. Unfortunately. No. Oh wait, I can delete it. No, oh, it's fine. We'll leave it. In. <laughs> what else coming out? Watch Dogs. Watch Dogs has <sighs> got a release date. I can't wait for this. Yep. As we've, I think, to be fair, when this podcast first first started, it, we just literally had a couple of the expos, didn't we? And yeah. I was going on and on and on and on and on about how amazing this game was going to be. Yeah. And uh, this final trailer will seriously get you so pumped up for it. Mm. It looks superb. Just just phenomenal yeah 22nd of november which is isn't that a week before call of duty comes out week after It'll probably be the week after it's the week after which hopefully it doesn't people have still got money to spend because it, it would be good if it if it's as good as it looks it'd be a good to have a start of a new franchise but also haven't they said it's current and next gen yep this is the thing that really made me made me smile um, especially if you have a look at the post, I'll, I go on about it on the post as well. Um, it gives you the release date mm-hmm. up there, and then literally at the bottom of the screen it says also coming out on current gen consoles, um, which led to believe then surely that no, by at least November the 22nd we're definitely going to have the PlayStation 4. Yeah. Nice little segue into the next piece as well to blend in alongside with this. Uh-huh. The um, the next box. The next box, or the not the seven twenty. Oh, please don't, please don't call it that. Although, oh. also don't call it the Xbox Fusion. Please don't call it. Oh, that's Fusion. such an awful name. Awful, awful, awful name. I saw something online that was saying it was they they registered loads of kind of domain names, and I'm sure Xbox Fusion will be something. Whether it's a console, whether it's part of. You know, I don't know. It, who knows. It's going to be, but isn't it? I, well, I heard Xbox 8, and because it's going to be kind of... They're trying to tie it all in with Windows 8 and everything like that. Um, and then I heard there was something that said, um, you've got the 8, and if they turn on its side, it's an Infinity, and it was going to be Xbox Infinity, and the whole marketing would be, you know, Windows 8, and it would turn into the Infinity. Wow. So, uh, but that I don't think is that bad a name. X- Xbox Infinity, Xbox 8, though, maybe right? Xbox Eight. Yeah, Imagine Xbox the Infinity, maybe. Going yeah. in like uh, the, the Xbox, Xbox Eight. Eight. Well, I, d- I can't afford an Xbox Eight, but I have I have the previous one. If you can give me an Xbox Seven, that would be good. Yeah. Yeah. I just think it's a bit misleading. I'm not a massive fan of it. I don't understand why it can't just be called the Xbox Three. Yeah, or just the Xbox. Yeah, or just, just Xbox. Because by, by now, you know, Apple can do it. Yeah, people know that. It is the next the the next gen console. The, they don't sell the Xbox anymore. No, you know what I mean. The, the 360 won't sell as from next year onwards. So, so why why have to have a really ridiculous name? Yeah, although it, yeah, it's going to be the uh, it's going to be the fusion, isn't it? Uh, it, it I don't is. know what what's the lesser of two evils, fusion or 720. Mm. I genuinely don't. I think Fusion edges it because 720 has no point to it. I mean, 360 didn't really. It was. It's kind of. It's like, oh, it's everything. It's you know, 360 circle. Fine. 720 is just lazy. 
really lazy for them to just go, let's just double it. And that's and the only reason that is out there is because pe- people have just gone, hey, that's what it could be called, like just normal people. I bet no one at Microsoft has ever uttered those words. Yeah, it's just one of those. You're going to start a rumor. It used to go on processing sort of thing, didn't it? Because it was 32 bit, then 64 bit, then 128. So I think the reason they just sort of like doubled the 360s because they probably might have gone like, oh, so this is what the next bit's going to be, and just hook it up. Either way, I I don't know. If if the fact they've gone with the PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, yeah, if they'd have gone Xbox 2 for the Xbox 360 yeah it might have been but they've just they, what was it was it Dolphin so. originally oh, was that, no that was the 360 no, was wasn't it was it Dolphin no that was, was that Dolphin was the Nintendo. GameCube yeah that was mm. Dolphin see this is why names are stupid <laughs> why can't they physically just have the number names are stupid yeah I think if they, just went, if they just went for the number we wouldn't have these issues no it's true but um mm, yeah when's that anyway 21st that's the 22nd 21st of May. Is it 21st of May? I thought it was 22nd. 6, 6 p.m. on the 21st of May. Oh, yes, 22nd is what I'm, I'm going to put it out there now. I'm so excited. Um, what day is that? 21st of May. Is it Wednesday or Thursday? Some along those lines. It's a day. Let's just say it's a day. I yeah. don't know which one, but it's one of those days. 21st is a Tuesday. Tuesday. So, um, Tuesday, we're going to watch it live and then we're going to do a, a, a podcast after it yep okay good I'll be down for that we'll get some beers in and get some pizza yes pizza and beers and next box I like saying next box don't call it that but I like saying it if it's if it's if it's Xbox Fusion then then I think we need to play Fusion (laughs) Frenzy and I think that (laughs) that needs to be a launch that'll be the next I think that that needs to be a launch title doesn't it yes uh, I just I loved I loved the whole thing behind Fusion Frenzy and it was like, uh, if, if anyone who doesn't know, it was like the party game. I think Mario Party was quite big at the time on like the N64 and stuff, and on the GameCube. Um, or was GameCube not out? Either way. Um, and apparently Bill Gates was like, he, he wanted a, they, they wanted a family-friendly party game, and this was his favourite game ever. He was like, he thought it was so good. He played it all the time with his kids, so they put it as a launch title, and it was oh, it's so bad. So terrible. Yeah, the thing it was is, like I, I gladiators. Remem- it was like the. the I remembered thing. enjoying it, and that was the thing. I remember when it first came out. I remember, admittedly, it used to be in the stage when I was in college. I was just drunk all the time, anyway. So it might have been the fact that I was just too drunk to to notice if yeah. it was going to be a good quality game. <laughs> to appreciate or not. how bad it was. Um, but looking back over some um, some videos because we were discussing about what game we were going to try and do next for the Geeks Go Gaming, mm-hmm. um, we've come up with a ultimate battle. Yes. Uh, the ultimate geek off of the Sega Dreamcast collection um, is what we're going to be looking at going for just after we record this pod. Um, we're going to go mano a mano, best yeah. of three. Um, Sega Bass Fishing, Crazy Taxi, Space Channel 5 Part 2. Okay, so. Only one will exit alive. I'm going to throw it out there. Okay. I reckon I'm going to win 2 1. Okay. Do you? Yeah. Why? I reckon, well, to be fair, I haven't played any of those titles in such a long time, but I had Crazy Taxi when it came out um, originally on the Dreamcast anyway. Okay. Um, and I I think everyone had it anyway. Everyone who literally bought a Dreamcast had, had the game. Crazy Taxi, yeah. Um, so I think, if anything, that's that's my game of choice. And then it's a tough one. Uh, my rhythm action skills, probably not the greatest. No, I've got that one. Um, so I think no you've doubt. got it in the bag if watching you on guitar. But you reckon, stuff, you, you reckon you got me at Sega Bass? 
Yeah. It's bold. I think Sega Bass Fishing is one of those really obscure titles that hardly anyone's played. Um, or if they did, they didn't really play it for long. They probably had a go or two and then turned it off. So I reckon it would be sort of legal, uh, legal? level Lail. pegging on that okay. one. I think unless you all of a sudden just come out of the blue and just trounce me because you used to be a secret Sega Trout Bass you. Fishing. Trout me. <laughs> Trout. Trout. Fish. <laughs> Awful. But yeah, um, but we're also going to try and start mixing up. We've been discussing about what we're going to try and do and we want to do a forfeit, don't we, we think? Yeah, so challenge and we're going to come up with a forfeit for um, Reg to do next week when he loses. Yeah, unless any of you guys want to um, send us in an email um, or make a comment on the on the pod below. And come up with some ideas for forfeits. I, I just, I, I think I've got one. I think I've got it ready. You think you've got one already? I think I've got it. I, I just, I know it's going to be painful for you. Oh no. Yeah. Right. Well, I've got to have to think of something really, really exciting uh, for people to do. I might have to do something that you have to go on film as well as a. Um, yeah, something in public. As as well as a pod, um, because obviously it's going to happen on next week's pod. But I also want people to see <laughs> I might have you doing um, some really dodgy like dance like Saturday night or something yeah you know I do that though so it's fine well you do it on a daily basis just walking around anyway yeah. but mm-hmm. we need to think of something re- really enticing Macarena mm. down the local well that's yeah. it I might get you singing some glee I'm just not too sure yet yeah I'm not sure although to be fair that might actually entice Steve back into the pod true so it might be something that we shouldn't really do because yeah. at the end I mean, of the day after his attempts at replacing you last week with Stu yeah although I do throw it out there Stu was probably a lot I think we should replace Steve with Stu <laughs> um, I enjoyed Stu on the podcast oh, I couldn't make it interesting but, things to talk about <laughs> but he did actually make me, me laugh and joke so yeah I think we should have him as a replacement for when Steve can actually not be asked. Because let's be honest, I don't think he can be asked. <laughs> so that's why he's not here. He's yeah, claiming he's he's got exciting he's gone, things to do. He's claiming he's gone to see Colin Hay of uh, Men at Work. That's right, Men at Work. You know the uh, the people the, who sang, "I come from a land down under." The lead singer of, of Men at Work. He's gone to see. That's right. For some reason, I had in my head, "We can dance if we want to, and we can leave those cares behind." The safety behind. dance. Isn't yeah, that, it's not Devo. I can't remember, but Same for some sort of reason era. that was yeah. But, but it's um, stuck in my head that that's who Colin Hay was from. The, I think if anyone's watched Scrubs, yeah, they, they know they'll it. know Colin Hay because he does that song over. I can get no sleep. That one, yeah. I think about the Which implications. Awesome. Again, that was a Men at Work song, but anyway, um, I've got a couple last things to talk about. Um, bit of Marvel news, actually. Um, it's been officially announced: Daredevil and Ghost Rider are now back at Marvel Studios. Ooh. So, uh, who was who had um, Daredevil? I think it was Fox. I think, in fact, I think it, Ghost Fox Rider had both. I think they? they had both. They did. Have um, both. But yeah, they've handed them back. Uh, the times run out on them. I'm not surprised because, to be fair, they didn't really utilise Daredevil very well. Ghost Rider did I, not. I disagree. Film, I thought but. it was amazing, but Ghost Rider. Yeah, I can't believe Ghost Rider's gone back so quickly because yeah. we only just had a, a film. Yes, it was terrible, just like the the, the first one was, but. <laughs> Regardless, now I don't, I can't see another Ghost Rider film coming about for ages. So I think it means absolutely nothing that they have it back. However, I think time's right for a Daredevil film, and what Marvel haven't got or they haven't done yet is some Ben Affleck. 
Don't sleep, Ben Affleck. He was amazing as Daredevil. I, I love that film so much. Really? Honestly, are, you, are, you, are you genuinely being serious? Yes, or are you it. joking? Absolutely loved it. Really? So good. Because it was awful. No, it wasn't. It was dead bad. And they should be saying Electra was good. No, that was average. That was averagely awful. No, it wasn't that bad. Really? Daredevil was great. Though. I think I me and you, have, apart from Runaway Car, me and you have different tastes of so films. Good. Runaway Car was amazing, yeah. and I agree with you on that one. But yeah. I can't, I can't agree with Daredevil. No, but I thought I, it was awful. No, I really, really liked it. Especially, I've got the um, the director's cut of it, um, where they cut out. Like, do you know Coolio was in it? No. Coolio recorded this whole this whole arc about. He, he was like in prison and he was being represented by Matt Murdock and they cut it all out but in the director's cut it's all back in so there's oh, a good right. 20-25 minutes of extra footage in there I mean, Kevin Smith's in it for goodness sake I know that's probably the only reason you like it no just I like it it's good like it, uh, up until kind of some of the more recent ones it was one of my favourite Marvel films so I, I really really like it probably every like every six months or so I'll I'll, I'll give it a watch but really? Anyway, see, I, I, what, I think Marvel is just—I don't know—the the superhero films are just all around. Apart from How the Doc, I didn't really appreciate any sort of superhero films until the recent sort of run of them. No, it's it's fair enough. I mean, although no, I, I love the X Men films, even the third one, which gets slated. I thought, yes, it. I was. didn't. I didn't mind Wolverine Origins and, no, and X Men Three was was all like. right. No, in fact, so it's the other way around. X Men Three was really good, and I didn't like Wolverine. Yeah, Wolverine Origins. I mean, Deadpool was just. Ryan Reynolds could have done that so much better. And I'm sure he will if he gets his the actual Deadpool film off the ground that they're talking about. He will do. Yeah, but but uh, but what (laughs) what Marvel haven't got is a Dark Knight type um, kind of movie. You know, they haven't got the the serious, brooding, critically acclaimed kind of yeah you know movie series going. Daredevil could be that because if you've seen the uh, the sizzle reel for I think it was Joe Carnahan was he was he really wanted to do a Daredevil movie and he wanted it to be like set in like the seventies or eighties kind of Mean Streets type thing like Heat meets original Daredevil um, and they and he what they do is if they'll do make a sizzle reel where they'll just they'll get clips of movies that are um, kind of meet with the tone that they want the movie to be. And edit all together. So we you got all these these bits from like I think it's clips from Taxi Driver and clips from you know all these kind of New York based movies from seventies and eighties, and then cut to, cut it together with bits of Daredevil, <laughs> and it just it it just seems to fit. All right. And I think that's that's the property to do it on. If you're going to do it on anything, I think Daredevil would be perfect for for mm. it because you can't they can't just do another movie that's similar because it didn't just it didn't really work. Yeah. Um, for most people, didn't think it did. I, I thought it worked well, but anyway, at least that is like a proper reboot, and it'll make people just go, "Yeah, like you know, yeah, just completely forget about the, the the last one if they really have to help you forget about it, Reg." Yeah, just I don't know. They just seemed really, really mm. bad. But before you get you go on and on and on about how you didn't like it, and I get annoyed. The other exciting bit of news: um, it was the Iron Man three premiere in. I think it was in LA, and um, Joss Whedon got interviewed about um, about Avengers two, yep. and he started just going on about, oh yeah, I've done the first draft of the script, and blah blah blah, and I've put this in, and there's this um, two characters, this brother and sister team that are just two of my favourites, and they're going to be in it, and blah blah blah, and he just you know carried on talking, and it was quite funny that all the kind of um, comics and movie uh, blogs and websites 
picked up on that instantly. And I think it was um, E, it's like no, Yahoo Movies it was that did the interview. And they all linked through to this website. And so I went, oh, I'll read the original interview and watch the video and I clicked through. And there was no mention of it. So they, they didn't pick up on, on this wow. at all. <laughs> all these other, other, other blogs, you know, like uh, comic book resource stuff were just like brother and sister team, Avengers. There's only one option there, and that's Quicksilver and, and uh, Scarlet Witch. Basically, you're looking at me blank because you don't know who they are. Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver oh. are son and daughter of uh, Magneto. Yes. So um, I do know. Which is a little bit. It's a little bit weird. You, you think, well, okay, Fox have got X Men. They've got Magneto. How have they not got two kind of other X Men characters? But apparently they're allowed to. They're allowed to use them. Apparently Fox can use them, or uh, Marvel Studios can use them, and there's no problem with it. See, I think that's good. The, that this, that's what they should do. Yeah, because that's the start of the crossover. Yes. When they all decide, okay, let's put all our differences aside. Let's just make one amazingly epic movie. And let's just take. Yeah, who knows? But at the same time, there's not been any reference or any mention of mutants in the um, Avengers world yet, because that's X Men. Yeah. But the whole, you know, the, when you read through the comics, Avengers versus X Men, and you know, and there's all these crossovers. Like Wolverine was in the Avengers at one point. Like, you know, there's, there's a lot of of the differences there, and um, Civil War as well. They, there's a lot of talk about superheroes who were just super um, because they've been bitten by a radioactive spider, or they've gone through cosmic <laughs> rays, and then there's the mutants, and there's this whole, you know, kind of argument between all that. So there's no reference to that. But this potentially could be the start of it. They'll either completely rewrite their origins and just say, "Oh, you know, they happen to one happens to be able to subvert reality, and one just really fast." <laughs> so, but especially uh, Scarlet Witch in the comics has got such a huge part recently. Like, just I, I don't know whether to spoil it, but it, it, people, if you haven't read it, you're not going to read it. And half the people listen to this don't read comics, but. Um, there's the, the the probably the most famous thing re- in, in the last few years was um, an arc called House of M, where the idea was she she, she Scarlet Witch went a little bit mental, um, and she she had two kids and she lost them, died, oh, right. and Jesus. blamed uh, blamed the Avengers and stuff and the mut- blamed the mutants rather, um, and as they were trying to save her, she like her powers became so amazingly powerful that she could just change reality at a whim. And then the last few pages of this one book was just her just going, no more mutants. And then 99% of mutants were just blinked out of reality. There were just no mutant powers, nothing. Apart from like maybe about, I think there's about 25 of them left. I think there's, no, I think there's a number, there's like 100 and something left in the entire world. All right. So that's, that, the last few years, it's all been about that. Then kind of the numbers starting to go up again. But um, yeah, she just... That's it, gone. So all the major ones, coincidentally, you know, Wolverine was fine. You know, <laughs> Storm, Professor X, they're yeah. all fine. Actually, Professor X died, but let's ignore that. But yeah, is that in the comics as well? Yeah. Is it? Um. So yeah, but there's there's a good bunch of them. Like um, Iceman lost his powers, things like that. And oh, no, so I think few, he's one of my favourites. A few well. decent ones Iceman. did, you know, ones that people knew did lose the powers, but most of the important ones. But that. That's such a. I mean, I, that's what got me back into reading X Men and Avengers. Mm. Um, this whole kind of kind of arc. I'm in the middle of Civil War now, and um, so I'm building my way up to Avengers versus X Men. Just oh, so good. 
Yeah. I do really want to, we were saying this, weren't we, on the way on the train down, I want to get involved in something. Mm. Uh, it's getting, yeah, it's just, I just don't know where to start. No, Bedlam's a good point, isn't it? You, you know, you're, you're kind of getting on the ground floor at least. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah. I mean, as you're saying, the enduring, hopefully it's going to go on for a very long time, so. It will. You know, I'm going to be really looking forward to sinking my teeth into that. Yeah. Uh, really excited about starting that. Uh, I just, yeah. I just need more than one episode a month though. Or one comic issue a month. Mm. Well, that's the one thing. <laughs> he mentioned that Nick Spencer in the interview. Um, I was like, you know, asked him how long he sees it going on for, and he's like, oh, 100, 150. Uh, you know, that'll be about it. Like, okay, great. It wasn't until later that I started doing the maths on this. Okay, they're up to issue 26. The estimator. <laughs> yes, here comes the estimator with his calculator. Wait, no, yeah, I'm using a calculator. Okay, so we're at issue 26. Let's say he goes 150 issues. That leaves 124 issues to go. Right. They're doing one a month. So 12 months in a year. It's going to be another 10 years till it finishes. <laughs> I'm fine with that, but just like... See, 10 years. I, I would be fine, but wow. It's taken them three, like two, yeah, two, two and a bit years to get to the end of season one. You know, it's not like once That's a year just you get crazy. I'm and fine with that. <laughs> just it I'm wasn't really happy. Like you said, yeah. he's got the pathway he wants to go, and he's adding the more characters and etc. But another ten years is is a long time. It's big, it's big, yeah. I mean, even if they do, even if it's um, 100 issues, that's still another like six or seven years. So wow. I estimate. Yeah. I wonder, like, if halfway through this, do you reckon he might get bored of it though? No, because I I don't it's know like if I can Rob, stick with it's the, like Robert Kirkman doing Walking, Walking Dead. Dead as, far, as long as he's interested in it, he's just going to keep writing it. That's got no ending though. That is, he's just it's just going to he wants to go on, and I can see him at some point passing the torch to someone, but not oh, for yeah. a long time. Hmm. But um, yeah, I mean that's I don't know hundred issues of that. So what's that? Well, they they've got to be coming up on ten years now. It's got to be eight. They've been doing. I'm years. sure they've done ten years. Of what I don't think it's quite there. I think it's about eight or nine. All right. But um, it's, it's a long time. <laughs> you know, but it's for a comic. Yeah, at the same time, a lot of the, the kind of the the, the big famous ones. You look at something like um, <laughs> going into sixties. Yeah, I mean, so, why why the last man was sixty issues? Was it? Um, Boys just only recently finished, and that was I think about a hundred. That was really good. That yeah, well. I mean, I'm enjoying the boys. But yeah, I mean, it's fair enough. They, I'm sure they'll just keep going, but it just. Yeah, seems seems like a big. It's like <laughs> this is the only downside now about going and getting involved in something that's starting off, because usually you've got me onto things that are finished. Yeah. Um. So I've been able to mm. to just go ooh and just read it all and just start getting through it all. It's only literally morning glories and and bedlam, really that I've started. I've just been like, wow, right, okay, um, now I've got to play the waiting game. I put off The Walking Dead. I've got how many issues you've lent me of The Walking Dead now? Yeah, I've got so I've, many of them. I'm falling a little bit behind with that now. I'm about 10, 10 issues behind. I think the last one I read was 100. Um, so I need to jump back on that. But yeah, it's, it's nice being able to just pick up the trade paperbacks. <laughs> so it's a bit cheaper and you just you can read like six months' worth in one go. That's yeah. how I've been reading Morning Glories. Yeah. Rather than just month by month by month because I really, that's the sort of book I really don't think I could do that. At least every six six issues seems to be a, a kind of a self-contained arc, so it's not too bad. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, right. One more thing, as as Columbo once said. Just um, one more thing. <laughs> I, I found this video recently on. I stuck it on the website. Um, 
are basically Walt Disney World for the they're celebrating the release of um, Monsters University they've taken the Epcot <laughs> yes uh, the uh, Epcot ride Spaceship Earth which is the giant golf ball everyone knows the giant golf ball I never Huge knew what it was so I didn't realise it's, it's a ride, ride is it? you go in literally inside you're just you're going around in this little car it's a bit it's alright a bit rubbish but um, but anyway and um, they've basically they've, they're projecting a 188 foot Mike Wazowski <laughs> on it and he is animated he talks got massive speakers throughout the park that booms it out at night and just you know tells jokes and just sings and all sorts it looks just amazing yeah it's uh i mean in fact let me just pull it up on uh what i wrote on the website there's eight 35k projectors so when you go to the cinema you're watching a 4k projector um so four thousand wow. pixels like a 1080p tv is a 10 it's 1080 pixels kind of vertically so 4k is the new kind of standard that's coming in. This is 35,000 pixels just that way. And there's eight of them. I mean, this is huge, though. This is absolutely massive. And it's a, it's just amazing. It's so good. I'd love to see it I'd in actual person because I've seen the, the video. I've seen the video for it. It looks cool, but I'd love to actually see it in yeah. person. There's names on how long is it going to be there for? They're talking about it just being for this. They've, um, they're opening Disney, Walt Disney World and Disneyland in, um, in California. Um, basically, for over 24 hours for about 36 hours it's going to be opening in the morning right the way through past midnight over That'll be Memorial Day weekend so that's like to promote that I like, would love it if they did because well, like when we went to America last year Avengers was coming out yeah uh, the world premiere like the United States yeah. premiere of it how amazing would it have been if they kept open um, Islands of Adventure mm. for the well, 24 hours? Well, they wouldn't have because have it's because of Marvel's Disney now so I know. they would have been like we're not promoting that to be fair, I don't remember seeing any mention of Avengers anywhere in Islands of Adventure. No. But, yeah, no, no, there wasn't, was it, to be fair? Yeah. Right, anywho, we've yeah. gone on a bit long here. We have done. Uh, just before we do go, um, when are we actually going to get to talk about Iron Man 3 now, seeing as I've seen it? I, you said something last week next about week. giving two weeks. Yeah, so next episode. So is next episode going to be dominated by... Not going to be dominated, um, but Iron we'll Man talk about conversations. it. Yeah, spoilers. Go and watch it, you have a week. I think what we should do is uh, meet up halfway through the week and do a mini um, a mini just Iron Man 3 pod possibly and then we can just do a, a normal podcast I'll think about it the usual you're yeah. awfully kind Dan that's good so nice like I suppose that. but either way no it's not the geek out yet because um, go, go like us on Facebook go follow us on Twitter and go and look at our videos on YouTube especially in the next couple of days I'll have up the Sega video dun, 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 the, the, the Sega video where I beat Reg <laughs> so confident Pos- positive so confident PMA positive mental attitude I might even throw some money but, on um, this no I haven't got any so no alright okay fair enough <laughs> you know, actually, we could take it out of the geek budget yeah why not <laughs> um, but yeah um, youtube.com forward slash g.e.e.k facebook.com g.e.e.k twitter.com forward slash g.e.e.k go there press like press follow do all that stuff uh, we want people to follow us. We want people to follow us. And we want people to comment. Um, and we want to converse with you guys out there. We keep saying it. We keep seeing the likes. We're loving the likes. And we're loving the, the shares. And we're loving the following. Um, but you don't seem to want to talk to us. <laughs> and I want to know what, what's wrong with us. 
Everybody else gets talked to. Yeah, maybe it's because they haven't seen our pictures yet. They haven't seen our sexy faces. Well, why haven't they been watching the, the YouTube videos, especially like the gadget show? Yeah, go and do that. Yeah. yeah. I think once you see this face, yeah. you'll want to talk to me. Mm. So, on that note, yeah. being talked to, it's been a pleasure as always, Dan. Yeah. Uh, I've, yeah. Been, uh, I've been Reg. I've been Dan. And it's time to geek out. Bye. Bye.